Hello everybody, my name is Ron, and this is Ron's Get to Talk for Friday, 12th of March 2021. Another Friday episode because I'm kind of late uh, to throwing to dropping a Thursday episode. Kind of, I don't know, I've had a very busy day and also the light went out. Electric power got cut in the afternoon so couldn't just get around to seeing what happened in the world of technology. But hey, uh, we're, I'm not here to complain. Uh, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, we got two, not one but two flagship phones, or two flagship phones we need to talk about: the ASUS ROG Phone Five and Oppo Find X3 uh, Pro that have come out. Absolutely stunning phones. Um, that's probably we're gonna spend the first, hopefully in the first. So the half of this podcast, half of this episode will be about these two phones. So let's just get right into it. It's it's an interesting time. Both phones come with a Snapdragon Triple Eight, mind you. So. Absolute flagships in this regard. Let's uh, let's talk about them in depth, shall we? So the first of the two, we're gonna definitely talk about ASUS Republic of Gamers Phone Five, ROG Phone Five, ASUS Republic of Gamers. Absolutely stunning set of phones. Uh, if you look at it from that point of view, absolutely stunning. A bunch of phones. Um, they're, I mean, now the ROG Phone Five series really is supposed to be screaming ultra high performance absolutely ballers performance really kicking up kicking it up a notch to say the least but but really uh being incredibly ballsy with performance and absolutely being some of the most powerful android phones out there in that regard we, but obviously we got to read through the specs so the rg phone the regular there there's three rg phones that are released here the rg phone 5 there's the regular and then there's the pro and there's the rg phone 5 ultimate which is absolutely completely maxed out uh, but first of all gotta appreciate that although this is a gaming phone they've actually made a quite a stunning design this is actually the probably one of the best designed R. I mean this is probably the best design that rg has had in its phone since it started making smartphones to just make you know a cool gaming phone absolutely stunning design obviously it's got the modern rg aesthetic coming straight from the zephyrus laptops the zephyrus laptops and bring a bit of the aesthetic of the zephyrus laptops with the rg logo at the back glowing in beautiful rgb led and the ultimate having this really cool display that can display stuff which is really awesome but we gotta talk about the specs really the rg phone 5 uh ha- comes in two beautiful colors white and black not too shabby. They weigh 293, uh, 239 grams. Uh, they feature, both feature, not both really, the ROG Phone 5 features a Snapdragon 888 processor, 5 nanometer, Adreno 660 uh, GPU, uh, and 5G is built, built in straight out of the gate. Uh, it comes in either 8 or 16 gigabytes of LPDDR5 RAM, so not coming slow in that regard. It is available with 128 or 256 gigabytes of UFS 3.1 storage. The ROG Phone 5 has a 6.78 inch 20.4 by 9 aspect ratio display with a resolution of 2448 by 10, uh, 1080 pixels. That's 1080. Uh, with a refresh rate of 144 hertz. This is phenomenal. And response time of 1 millisecond. And mind you, this is a Samsung AMOLED display. So, not too shabby in that regard. 
Uh, or in terms of brightness, you get a regular brightness of 800 nits. It can go all the way up to 1200 nits out of the gate. And a Delta E of less than one is certified for HDR10 and HDR10 plus. And speaking of contrast, uh, it, the display is rated for over 111.23%. Uh, it covers 111.23% of the DCI-P3 color spectrum, 106.87% of the NTSC color range, and over 150.89% sRGB color gambit coverage, which basically means that in terms of contrast, extremely vivid display. You could see all the depth and color and HDR will not be a problem on a phone like this. Uh, this essentially means that it'll cover 150% uh, means you can it covers the sRGB range, color gambit range, uh, 1.5 times over. So that's interesting. And the display glass is Gorilla Glass Victus, which is not bad and can do always on display. And obviously it has 10 point multi-touch, which is not too bad. Um, overall, you here's the interesting one here you get a symmetrical dual front facing speakers. Hey, see, this is a brand that at least listens to consumers or at least thinks of something practical, which is front facing speakers for the win. Uh, it has a, it features a high-end ESS DAC for lossless audio output and has quad microphones so you can capture all your noise straight in. Uh, on top of that, the RG Phone 5 features Wi-Fi 6E built-in and Bluetooth 5.2 with Aptex Adaptive Codex supported Wi-Fi Direct and NFC out of the gate. All flavors of GPS. So all flavors of 5G are included and that shouldn't be a problem. More interesting than that, this phone can do, uh, this phone uh, could do both 4G and 5G, but as I'm probably reading through all this, it's there are actually multiple versions is weird, weird enough. Uh, there's no mention of uh, millimeter wave 5G support. So if you are if you're looking to access that much faster that much higher frequency network then you might want to uh, look away and probably get another uh, device that can do that preferably obviously i think samsung galaxy phones and iphones can do can access millimeter wave 5g networks so this will do sub 6 without a problem so mid and low and mid band 5g is not a problem on top of that you get ultrasonic sensors for air triggers and grip press you get uh, gyroscope, e-compass, proximity, ambient light, in-finger, in-display fingerprint, accelerator, and gyro sensors out of the gate. You get a 6,000 milliamp hour battery that can do quick charge 5.0, which is the Qualcomm standard, and uh, could support up to 65 watts of fast charging, and you get a 65 watt adapter in the box. Take that rivaling brands, especially ones that have a fruit, because, hey, you're buying a powerful phone, you might as well have a powerful charger. Now, one thing you may have noticed, I left out the camera specs at to probably towards the end because really, that's this is what the phone's not really about. The cameras are really the, the last thing you want to think about with an ROG phone. But hey, uh, they haven't uh, skimped out on the camera, fortunately enough. It has three sensors on the back. The first is a Sony IMX686 sensor, which is a 64 megapixel camera, uh, 64 megapixel sensor uh, that has a 1 by 1.7 inch sensor size, 0 0.8 micrometer, pixel size effective, um, a f1.8 aperture, an equivalency a focal length of 26.6 millimeters, so similar to a 35 millimeter camera, oh well. Uh, you get a 30 megapixel, 125 degree field of view ultra wide angle camera, not bad. 
and a 5 megapixel macro camera. Even gaming phones have macro sensors. As for selfie camera on the front, you get a 24 megapixel camera. That's it. You can do portrait mode, not too shabby. And interestingly, as I said, this phone packs a lot for what it is. Oh, and if you're looking to record videos, and I'm sure you want to do that, you'd be happy to know that the RG Phone 5 can record videos at 8K resolution at 30 frames per second from the rear camera. And obviously from the front-facing camera, um, where it does nothing much written about here, that's weird. It'll do full HD. Oh well, this is not really something to think about, but but it is uh, quite fascinating to say the least. So that's the RG Phone 5. It's quite a beefy phone. Uh, I mean, if you if not for the faint of heart, really, this is this is a gutsy phone for for quite gut punching gamers who play a lot on their phones. For all my PUBG Mobile boys, for all my Fortnite fellas, yes, there are people who play Fortnite on their phones. It's a thing, you know. And hey, you can sideload the Fortnite app and play it. You know, that's what Epic Games tells you to do because you can save. Oh well, uh, mobile gaming is big, and so this is a good phone for all your mobile gaming needs. It can do all. It can handle all sorts of tiles without a problem. Then, um, I haven't even men finished mentioning the other phones. Now there's a Pro model, which is kind of a RG Phone Five. There's a RG Phone Five Pro. It's like it has some of the bits of the Ultimate, but it is a little lower spec, similar to the RG Phone Five. So they haven't talked much about that. It's just there. But there is the RG Phone Five Ultimate, which is an absolutely stunning phone. It's only it only comes in Storm White. In terms of specs, it just weighs the same as it weighs just about the same as the regular RG Phone 5 at 239 grams. Features a, a Snapdragon 888 processor with Adreno 660 GPU. And get this: 512 GB of UFS 3.1 storage and 18 gigabytes of LTE DDR5 RAM. That's right, more RAM than a base spec MacBook Pro. 18 gigabytes. What a time to be alive, boys, ladies and gentlemen. What a time to be alive. And as always, you get a, and on top of that, you get a 6.78 inch, uh, 2448 by 10, 1080 uh, resolution sort of display, 144 hertz, one millisecond response time. This is a similar display as the RG Phone 5, and you get a Delta E of less than one. Uh, it's almost the same, same spec. And on top of that, you get the same, triple sensors as the regular RG Phone 5 and also a similar selfie camera and dual front facing speakers and you can record at 8K resolution uh, from the back camera. Obviously it's got the same sorts of specs as the regular RG Phone 5, could do 5G and I think 5G uh, dual SIM that's also on the RG Phone 5 which is not bad. Um, absolutely amazing stuff here and if I could find something, anything extra about this phone. Oh, uh, it has a 6,000 watt, a 6,000 minute power battery. This is all similar to the regular RG Phone 5. But here's the interesting part of it all is that the back of the RG Phone 5 Ultimate. Now this is the different, this is where the difference kicks in between it and the regular RG Phone 5. And that is the RG Phone 5 has this uh, there's a name for this, interestingly. It has a RG Vision kind of always on display, little thing in the back. A color PM OLED display. Okay, actually, a monochrome uh, PM OLED display. And it gives you customizable graphics and GIFs and stuff, GIFs and all that kind of stuff. And so 
you can customize the phone as you like and that's the powerful aspect of the RG Phone 5 Ultimate which is ultimate in and of itself so the extra memory and the uh, you get the 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 adaptable display is really cool the little little the little display at the back is really cool but really if you think about it, the RG Phone 5 is absolutely is the absolute definition of a monster uh, Android gaming flagship uh, so some powerful bits and bobs you get uh, you get 6000 mAh battery uh, with 65 watt fast charging and a 65 watt adapter in the box which is not too shabby uh, dual front fa dual front facing stereo speakers you want to feel that oomph and bang and, and gunshots and and you know help enemies ahead if you play PUBG mobile you know that you know that sentence you want to hear it right there you want your ear it's for your ears only uh, Snapdragon Triple Eight, 144 hertz AMOLED display, absolutely incredible stuff. And obviously, there's the Air Trigger Five, which is really cool. So that it has multiple, uh, it has sensors at the back around the phone, and you essentially can set them as triggers in various games like PUBG Mobile, and free and um, and uh, Garena Free Fire, where you can set set the gun triggers onto the edge of your phone, which is really really awesome. Uh, so the R regular RG Phone 5 it gets you up to 16 gigs of storage and 256 gigabytes of of mem of storage, which is not bad. I, I said 16 gigs of storage, 16 gigs of RAM. Oh well, I mean, uh, I'm kind of breathe. <laughs> I have to take a bit of breath. This is this is some crazy specs, that's for sure. In terms of gamery features, or gaming features, there's obviously the ultrasonic sensors at the back to give you a little bit, basically air triggers, which make this phone amazing. On top of the, of the incredibly accurate, uh, you know, sense uh, gesture sensors, really. But uh, this phone can get really hot after some sessions, and you definitely would want the clip-on external cooling fan. So the the Air Active Cooler Five is a little snap-on fan for your RG phone. Apparently, can lower the temperature of your phone by 15 degrees, minus 15 degrees. No, like it, it drops by 15 degrees Celsius, which is amazing. On top of that, because it clips to your phone through USB-C, you get two extra physical buttons to get you extra, but uh, I mean, essentially get kind of uh, show trigger extra triggers, and you can you know you can you can be more you can. Uh, play like a boss and as I said uh, you get uh, there's a 6,000 milliamp hour battery it's actually made of two 3,000 milliamp hour cells which is really really cool and in terms of the hardware it's absolutely monstrous but really the software is interesting so you have obviously some apps and functions let you essentially get to really let you make the most of your gaming experience on the phone gaming mode this they have really invented things like air triggers and gaming mode and stuff and now there are a lot of phones that have gaming mode like samsung's phones in general so this is something interesting to talk about uh, in in that regard you have a side mounted usb-c port and then there's a really cool rgb like if you're i mean if whether you're into gaming or not rgb is really awesome all the way and they have a little dot kind of this dot design of the RG logo at the back and it illuminates in full RGB why don't more phones have RGB LED lighting it's it baffles me frankly I think it's just the is this phones are supposed to be quite generalist you know you know daily drivers you shouldn't think much about it. if you're gonna if you really want to customize it that's up to you I mean you can buy a case for it right someone's got to someone should make a 
should someone should make like a really uh, you know cool looking case with RGB on the back if you want that really and that's that and also it's one of the first phones out there to do Wi-Fi 6C which is not too shabby so overall and and as I said the camera is kind of okay it's cool because it's it's not too shabby it does wonders but more than everything the the RG phone 5 has a Snapdragon 888 so absolutely the fastest Android CP the fastest processor in the Android world to play all those amazing mobile games that are coming out and to do things like game streaming and obviously to live stream games onto Twitch and stuff you know mobile live stream mobile games onto Twitch it will uh, it can it'll pull those punches without a problem and then there's the RG phone 5 ultimate which is a beefier version slightly beefier version of this phone it looks absolutely elegant in white uh, not too extreme bit of bit a bit of MMO space you know bit of a space design MMORPG kind of design as I describe it a cross between space elements and space and sci-fi elements and a bit of League of Legends uh, okay I don't want to be stereotypical but that's how it looks like but interestingly uh, the this variant of the RG Phone 5 has a rare matrix display that has, has not been on any other phone and essentially you can make it illuminate things you can display animations on it you can have notifications run through it you can even have the RG logo run on it if you want to it, it looks amazing and on top of all that you have uh, more memory compared to the regular RG phone 5 18 gigabytes of RAM absolutely monster that's 10 gigabytes more than the regular flagship phone out there so it's bonkers performance Unfortunately, it has only has 512 gigabytes of storage, which is weird. It, I, I really thought they would offer one terabyte of storage, but maybe one terabyte of flash memory is not becoming available. There's the chip shortages, so I'm not surprised, but oh well. It is still a spectacular phone nonetheless. I mean, these two phones are absolutely amazing for what they are, and uh, if I might miss something, that is... Oh, and also the RG Phone 5 Ultimate features rear touch button, rear touch sensors. So you have L, L2 and R2 trigger buttons. If you probably know them from having a PlayStation controller, you have those extra trigger buttons, which is really really cool. Uh, and obviously your your, your ultrasonic, uh, you know, triggers on the side, air triggers, which are really really awesome. Um, so there's nothing much extra about the RG Phone 5 Ultimate, but it absolutely is monster for the extra sensor or two. And the customizable display at the back is really cute, given the phone it is. Now, the now y'all be thinking now. I mean, GG mount, good phone, you know. Asus GG them, yeah, you know, good game. When is it gonna come out? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, wait, yeah. So interestingly, uh, about the air cooler that comes with the phone that's only on the ultimate and the pro models whereas the regular the regular vanilla rg phone 5 has a k off get has a case and a 65 watt charger in the box so that's to keep in mind yep it's sold separately uh more than everything if that is you can even get tons of cool cool accessories so you can get an rg clip so you can can mount a game a games console a game controller I thought I'd say games console a game controller you can get a grip you can get a controller that attaches to the side of your phone and uh, you know, charger grips everything and absolutely a gaming phone to stay the least uh, in that regard so overall the 
So the ROG Phone 5 regular will be available this month, whereas the Pro will be launching in April and hopefully the Ultimate will be launching in May and it is a limited edition phone. The ROG Phone 5 will start from roughly 800 euros, which is the approximate price given by GSM Arena. Big shout out to them. And then, there's, so there's an 8GB RAM and 128GB storage option that starts from 800 euros. And then it goes up 4 extra gigabytes of RAM and double the storage for 900 euros. And then, f 4 extra gigabytes of RAM and same amount of storage for 1,000 euros. And then the RG Phone 5 Pro is 60, has 16 gigabytes of RAM and 512 gigabytes of storage and will cost, sit you back 1,200 euros. You can do the currency calculation right away. I'm kind of tired to do so, so oh well. And there's the RG Phone 5 Ultimate, which is not gonna be around in that many, there's not gonna much stock for that, so it's limited edition. That bad phone is going to cost 1,300 euros for 18 gigabytes of RAM and 512 gigabytes of storage. I really wish they'd offer one terabyte of storage. That would have made all the difference. But then, well, there's always the SD card thing. Uh, that's not a problem. And cloud storage is the thing. So that's that. So this is the RG Phone 5. I mean, series. It's, 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 I mean, it's for the gamers, you know? I mean, high frame rates. Tons of customization. It's quite customizable. I mean, there's RGB lighting on the back, which is not too shit, finally. I mean, front-facing speakers, vibrant display, absolutely a, pho a phone that you'd absolutely want to play some of the best mobile games around on. It's for the gamers, really. And uh, not bad. I mean, it's, I mean, GG Asus. I mean, if you think about it. Oppo has finally shown off its Find X3 series of phones to the world. A, a phone that has really a bunch of phones that really have been leaked heavily uh, from the looks of it. It's, it's, not even a, it's not even funny anymore. It's just like, how couldn't they just keep, kept the inform insider info to themselves? But, well, uh, interestingly, they showed off the Find X3 Pro uh, to the global audience, which means this will be a worldwide launch for that phone, which is interesting to say the least. It is quite a stunning phone, but I cannot help but think this looks a little bit like the iPhone 12 series, except that the camera, the little island of bezels around it, where the, the glass kind of, kind of, you know, morphs, kind of, it smooths, it smoothened out, it has a smoothened back, uh, compared to say Samsung, which essentially like, sh like shrinked the camera like right to the edge, and it has a metal metallic frame, and the metallic frame covers the camera. It's a really interesting design if you look at it uh, f from that point of view. This phone is absolutely stunning. It is a, it's quite a luxurious high-end phone. Now, this is weird compared to the previous one we've phone we talked about. This is all about elegance and design, and overall a vibrant display and vibrant cameras. Oppo is known for having some really good cameras and really good fast charging, because this is what Oppo is really, really good at. And this is what they started, this is the trend that they started overall in the industry, the first of its kind, first in the industry to offer fast charging that everyone followed from there. Anyways, but here's the interesting part that they've emphasized in their press release that I'm reading off of, is that this is one of the first phones out there to really offer a, a display that can do over a billion colors and two camera sensors that can do, that can capture pictures with roughly that which can capture vibrant pictures that can showcase over a billion colors. I know, right? Let's just get to that part, which is, is fascinating. So the billion part, this comes from uh, the Fine X3 Pro's display, which is really a 6.7 inch expansive curved display, uh, which has a resolution of 3216 by 1440 OLED display, OLED. 
has 10 bit color and that means that it can do over a billion colors straight off the bat 525 ppi pixel density 1300 uh, nits of peak brightness with a 5 million to 1 contrast ratio and the color accuracy rating is 0.4 GNCD, so that's on top of a A-plus certification with DisplayMate. But then every other phone gets A-plus from DisplayMate, so, hmm, you know. I actually wanna, I actually want to ask Mr. Who's the Boss, what's up with DisplayMate certifications? Are they a le legit thing? Oh, well, that's probably, that could be a good video idea for him. I'll, I'll probably, I'll try to suggest to that. But uh, interestingly enough, uh, the Find X3 Pro has a 120Hz uh, dis uh, display, uh, but it's adaptive, so it can go from 5Hz to 120Hz. And this is because the OLED panel is also an LTPO display, so this is incredibly efficient, to say the least. But, that's not the whole story. The cameras are so the LCD interesting part. This is an elegant, elegantly designed phone from the looks of it and uh, the incredibly vibrant and massive display but also the cameras are interesting so you have a IMX 766 uh, sensor which is 50 uh, which is roughly 50 megapixels overall and you get uh, and uh, if I could find any more information about it that would be that would help let me double check if that is uh, where where did it go so you essentially get a 2 50 megapixel Sony IMX 766 sensors, 1 by 1.56 inch sensor size overall, which is interesting. Uh, you get a 13 megapixel 5x hybrid zoom sensor, 2, me two times optical telephoto sensor, 3 megapixel 60 times magnification macro sensor, which is interesting. So, this is an interesting tidbit to say the least. So, absolutely stunning camera. Two uh so sensors that the 250 megapixel sensors are kind of interesting a regular and an ultra wide which is kind of a good uh, set of cameras if you ask me uh overall so absolutely stunning uh from the looks of it so uh and you get a 32 megapixel front-facing selfie camera which is actually a, a left side uh, it's not it's a punch hole notch not bad you get wireless charging the first oppo phone to do so and it can do 30 watt wireless fast charging through a dedicated charger, so that's not bad. And it has a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, 65 watts of fast charging, so 0 to 40% charge in 10 minutes, and full charge in half an hour. Not too shabby. You get 5G. Uh, so this phone basically, like the other one, has a Snapdragon 888 processor uh, with a similar GPU, obviously, and and a X60 modem, 5G modem. An Adreno 660 GPU, uh, and with the 5G chip on the Find X3 Pro, it can do 13. You can access 13 5G bands, the highest of any flagship phone, which basically means you can do sub six and millimeter wave 5G out of the gate. So that shouldn't be a problem right over there. Dual SIM 5G is a possibility, so it's really awesome. And as I said, display uh, you have a vibrant display, so enjoying content on that phone over 5G shouldn't be a problem for you. So it's an absolutely stunning phone. And this is the pro model actually so it it's quite it's quite glorious from the looks of it so yeah i mean so the fine x3 pro the oppo fine x3 pro will be shipping from march 30th and will be priced at 1150 euros that's invest in europe so spain germany italy you know in those markets it'll be uh, roughly around uh, 1150 euros roughly so 
that's a pretty premium phone from the looks of it. And then there's a regular Finex tree that's only available in China. Now here's the biggest difference. Uh, you only get a seven, you get Snapdragon 870 with eight gigabytes of RAM, and uh, yeah, and, and, and really you still get wired and wireless charging, a big battery, still a big battery, same display, same camera um, from the looks of it, but the Finex 3, regular Finex 3 will start from 4500 uh, yuan RMB, so for the regular spec, uh, and obviously there's a double storage variant for 5,000 yuan RMB, so let me do the math real quick, uh, or the currency calculation. So the regular Finex 3 will be starting from $692. Uh, again, this is currency conversion from Google, so the actual rate may vary, so please check with an actual exchange rate so to get an accurate price. But this is starting from roughly $690, so it'll be around $700 USD. So a little cheaper, and you get a lower, slightly, slightly slower uh, uh, AAA, the slower cousin of the AAA, the 870s, but not too shabby. And it's kind of cool. And then you, and if you want to save money on, really, if you want to save money on the Finex, you want an Oppo Finex 3 phone, we don't want to pay an arm and leg and a kidney for the Pro, or you don't care about it. There's obviously the Fine X3 Neo and the Fine X3 Lite, which are the more affordable spec phones, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, now, the Fine X3 Neo has a Snapdragon 865 with 10 gigabytes of RAM and 256GB of storage with no SD card included, which is weird. 6.5 inch curved FHD plus AMOLED 90Hz display, quite a mouthful right there. 32 megapixel selfie camera. Hey, Oppo's are good for selfies. Just saying, uh, you actually get a 50 megapixel main Sony IMX 766 sensor, like the Find X, like the regular Find X3, but this is a main sensor and there's no ultra wide 50 megapixel, which is a bit sad. But you get 16 megapixel ultra wide sensor, 13 megapixel telephoto lens, and 2 megapixel macro shooter. So good value for money in that regard. You may have to get around the fact that this is, you, this is using a last a, a a chip from last year from 2020. So that's interesting. And it has a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, 65 watt SuperWooch 2.0 charging. And this entire thing will cost, uh, I think starting 699 pounds, which I think it would be, this will be available in Europe from the looks of it, which will be roughly $975. So this kind of, so 700 quid for a slightly, slightly uh, watered down high-end phone, not too shabby. And this can do 5G hopefully, so this is interesting. It should do 5G really, it has a 65, so that should be a problem. And then there's the Fine X3 Lite. <laughs> wow, that's four phones already. Wow, Oppo's doing wonders here. The Fine X3 Lite just has eight gigabytes of RAM and 120 gigabytes of storage, no SD card slot, 90 Hertz FHD plus display. I think it's LCD, doesn't mention OLED here. With an integrated fingerprint sensor, 64 megapixel primary sensor, 8 megapixel ultrawide camera and two megapixel macro and 2 megapixel depth camera, which is not bad, pretty cool. 4,300 milliamp hour battery and 65 watt fast charging. Hey, you still get very fast, fast charging after all, and you have to save $600 off the phone. So, and interestingly, this model, the X3 Lite has a headphone jack, headphone jack, that's a rarity. So this phone will actually cost 400 pounds, which would be roughly $560. A lot of money and kind of similar to Samsung's AC, uh, similar to Samsung's higher, 
affordable flagships, but this is a uh, good value for money from the looks of it. The Fine X3 series is really cool. Uh, now there's no information on the other phones when they're going to come out, except for the X3 Pro. That's going to come out this month, hopefully. The X3 Pro looks absolutely stunning, and I mean, it is it is quite elegant, and really, it's, it's really going... It's gunning for the same market as the S21 series of phones. We're already, uh, we're already halfway through. We're not halfway through, really. We're we're three months into 2021, and we're already starting to see some pretty good flagships here. This is gunning straight for the uh, S21 crowd, from the looks of it. Uh, both the the Fine X3 looks like a good value for money. Uh, basically, save like $300 ish on the, and you lose some specs. Lose out on some specs, really especially the RAM and memory and the storage, uh, sorry, the processor. You get still a good amount of storage for your money. But it's really, really good from the looks of it. And, uh, I mean, the Fine X3 has two good cameras, a big display, pretty good display, though, and a good design. But the X3 Pro is absolutely ballsy uh, and extremely elegant from the looks of it, as I would probably say it. I mean, there's no other way to look at it, really. Um, again, it is going straight for the S21 for the same time folks who want to buy an S21 or S21 Ultra. This is a true S21 killer right over here from the looks of it. So, yeah, um, I mean, um, absolutely cool phones to look at. But wait, there are more flagships coming and you want to definitely consider the other ones because this, uh, the Fine X3 series is really good. And Oppo really does some good good phones, really, in terms of some specs. But you definitely want to consider these other phones. And uh, speaking of which, OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus 9 has been leaked again. Actually, the 9 Pro has been leaked really well. The back camera has been shown already. OnePlus has revealed that part because of the Hasselblad collaboration. But the OnePlus 9, the regular OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro have kind of been leaked. And interestingly, the design have been leaked, the front and back of it. So Roland Kwan over at VinFuture, okay, the VinFuture team have leaked out uh, the front and back of the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro. So the, there's the OnePlus 9, it looks funny. It has two big sensors and a third sensor and a little flat and a little LED flashlight. Yeah, flashlight, is that what you, is that how you say it? Oh well, and a, and a OnePlus logo, but it dead smack in the center. It looks wonderful. It's leaked and has this kind of, uh, metallic back, matte finish almost, and it's interesting. And on the front is almost a bezel-less, with slight slight chin, top and bottom, with a punch hole notch on the left, with a little nervous little wallpaper, which is really cool. The OnePlus 9 Pro uh, is just like the OnePlus 9. You get an extra, you seems like you get a depth sensor from the looks of it, and an extra sensor from the looks of it. And interestingly, it comes in uh, in it comes in a bunch of wonderful. We've talked about the colors in a previous episode or two. You can go back and find it if you want. It's last. I think it was last week or so. We talked about the OnePlus Nine series. Um, they obviously come in black and white, but also they're coming in really cool colors with purple and blue and green. Uh, green looks stunning. It's awfully now the purple and green are awfully similar to the Samsung Galaxy phones and the iPhones in terms of the purple looks pretty Samsung. And green is a bit of uh, a bit of Apple vibes right here, so that's interesting to say the least. So, aside from that, there's nothing much we know of of these phones aside from that these yeah, we know that they're gonna have Snapdragon triple eight processor, which is really good. So that's something to look forward to. Can't wait for March twenty third. Hopefully, 
that basically is a good week after so hopefully that's hopefully it is uh, worth the wait in that regard hopefully not going to settle for some mediocre specs as always uh, and then, uh, and then there was leaked renders. On leaks has actually leaked out sort of the Huawei P50 uh, Pro. And it looks funny, uh, just like the Mate 40 in the previous Huawei flagships. The P50 Pro, if I had a way to describe it, the back of the phone has this big X-shaped camera bump, which is weird, and it looks like an alien eye, and it's weird. It's a kind of minion look, and it's funny, and and it's supposed to it has, basically has two big sensors and all that stuff possibly multiple sensors and then a front display almost bezel-less and curved uh yeah curved from the sides really with a central punch hole notch which is interesting interestingly enough the p50 pro is rumored to have a one inch camera sensor now that's some innovation right there and also this could have a heart blaster cool i mean not that i asked for it but but here's the problem it doesn't have android so I mean, this is this is gonna come out next couple of weeks, but uh, I'll probably forget about it before you know it because it is a quite a boring f- because it doesn't have um, it doesn't have Android and Google apps on it. So that's basically been the biggest deal breaker about having a Huawei phone these days. Um, and um, and then Samsung's just certified sent a phone for certification. The model number SMM426B. And this could basically be the Samsung M42 5G. Now, apparently, this is a big shout out to Sam Mobile, no, to Android Headlines because they wrote, broke the story here. They've gotten the certification for the, they have seen the certificate for the for this phone. And um, basically, there's going to be a new M series phone that has 5G on it, the M42 5G. Uh, this obviously run low in mid-band 5G, just in case, so that's interesting. It has a 6,000, uh, 5,000 milliamp hour battery, interestingly enough. So big screw, big battery and big display, and 5G. And this gonna, might come out soon, so something to look out for. Uh, so it's up in the air. And, and finally, Motorola has teased the Edge uh, S. Um, it'll, it'll launch globally as a Moto G100. But it's been but it's been available in China as the Moto Motorola Edge S. It's a really cool phone, one of the most affordable Snapdragon 870 phones on top of the Redmi K40. It's been selling hotcakes, and I'm pretty pretty excited that they're going to release this globally. Hopefully, as the Moto G100, I want an affordable flagship phone. This this could do wonders for me. Let's hope let's hope this phone does not cost 600 700 dollars when it launches outside of China. It actually costs 310 dollars, so really. Uh, one of the best value for money phones in that regard so that's interesting to say the least so you know let's see and uh, finally uh, the EV pick uh, the EV truck maker uh, Canu has shown off a pickup truck design it's kind of interesting they kind of confirmed it well they they showed this off they, they have a new EV essentially they have a they have a they have a they have a micro bus truck, uh, you know, a delivery truck kind of design, which has like the this based on their skateboard architecture, which is really cool. It's got this funky design, which looks a bit like a toy, like the Duplo toy, which is weird, but that's cool. So this is a new product that they're planning to launch. Uh, it's uh, it's their first com- consumer car, hopefully, if that's the case, um, you know. And uh, so. You know, so this is a new pickup truck, and 
and this is based on the micro buzz design that they've had originally which made them is what they're known for the, the cutesy little uh, you know front lights on the front with the with the edges you know and then obviously the quite uh, boldish design and it's a it's kind of compact pickup truck from the looks of it it looks quite bold there's not much that's known about this car it has quite quite good space though really uh, you know this is obviously going to enter an incredibly competitive market where there are tons of oh uh, with tons of pickup trucks like the Rivian and and Tesla Cybertruck the R1T I think and the Tesla Cyber Cybertruck so plenty of all and the and yeah the uh, Ford F150 electric which is going to come out very soon there's the hybrid and then there's the electric car which is really really cool so you so this overall design wise it's it's just like the microbus design that they're known for, famous for in that regard you have a uh, fold-down flip-out work surfaces on the sides of the of the pickup truck, so it's good for uh, as for small business. Uh, you have an extension that basically brings the truck bed a bit fee a few feet longer, which is interesting. You have power outlets and USB power outlets, actual power outlets right in the truck bed, was not too shabby. So really, and also they also have shown off. Uh, they've also shown off the car in this kind of uh if i could find it though uh where is it uh where yeah it is showing the car off where is it in this kind of uh in this overlander design so similar to you know cus uh decked out trucks for like for camper camper trucks so for the camper life it looks wonderful though i mean not gonna it looks aesthetically pleasing for the looks of it so the thing about Canon was that most people don't really don't know this brand because they've been focused on making commercial EV vehicles and obviously commercial electric vehicles could do a bigger impact than regular consumer EVs because businesses will use them and businesses can, can shave CO2 emissions. But obviously Canon's been looking to make a consumer car. We just don't know which one was it until now. And obviously we now know what they're going to make, a pickup truck, which is really, really awesome. So um, yeah, it is a really interesting car to say a, a truck to say the least um now there's no information there's no further information they've shown the design off which means that they're looking to make build electric trucks down the road uh which is really cool i mean uh definitely love electric pickups i think suvs and pickups are a logical segment because those are growing in sales all over the world and also the efficiency games the efficiency gains you get on those would be sign far more significant than 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 regular diesel options i mean you just don't burn that much fuel it will take you far uh, so interestingly this pickup truck is obviously built on the same skateboard platform as the regular vans and stuff it has uh, it has an all wheel so the highest uh, spec version has 600 horsepower and, and more than 200 miles of range so to do the calculation here as always this would be uh, roughly 321 kilometers so not bad for a first gen pickup truck from a little ev startup from california not a, not as high as the cyber truck but hey it 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 is wonderful it it, it the design is quite cutesy from the looks of it um and speaking of which the ev scene is blowing up really there's a kia teased it's its first ev it's going to come out next week in the coming week hopefully they'll show it off hopefully and Toyota's teased an electric SUV, which is really awesome. So we're seeing tons of EVs come out, which is exciting. It's exciting times if you want to drive an electric car. Uh, plenty to look forward to. 
but the fact that Canon was going to release a pickup is interesting. I mean, we didn't see it coming, though, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. How we don't know much about this pickup truck, when it's going to come out, and exactly for what, uh, how you're going to get it and stuff. But um, hopefully, uh, it'll be worth it'll be worth the the possibly the premium price tags it commands or even the subscription fees that come with it so yeah that's that's that really so that was the podcast what do you think of everything you've heard today let me know on twitter and instagram i'm at said underscore my own nine nine follow me right there if you can uh also don't forget to share the show with your share this podcast with your friends and family and obviously if you're on apple podcast right now follow this podcast and leave a review if you can that would be very helpful uh, as always any support or feedback will be highly appreciated uh, and that's the podcast really till till tuesday it's your boy mountain signing out uh please have a great day and i'll see you hopefully uh next week and uh, have a great weekend right uh, take care i'll see you on tuesday all right uh thanks for listening ciao